It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus and there partly for her own sake and partly because it was the right kind of thing for a deliverer to do. But it cannot be said, however deep her feelings of gratitude, that Elsa became enamored of Adrian. Undoubtedly, as she had recognized, he was handsome, and she much admired the readiness and force with which he had smitten that singularly loathsome-looking individual who had dragged her from the mule. But, as it chanced, standing where he did, the shadow of his face lay on the grass beside her. It was a faint shadow, for the light faded. Still it was there, and it fascinated her, for seen thus the fine features became sinister and cruel, and their smile of courtesy and admiration was transformed into a most unpleasant sneer. A trivial accident of light, no doubt, and foolish enough that Elsa should notice it under such circumstances— but notice it she did, and what is more, so quickly are the minds of women turned this way or that, and so illogically do they draw a right conclusion from some pure freak of chance, it raised her prejudice against him. "'Oh, Signor,' said Elsa, clasping her hands, "'how can I thank you enough?' This speech was short and not original, yet there were two things about it, that Adrian noted with satisfaction. First, that it was uttered in a soft and most attractive voice, and secondly, that the speaker supposed him to be a Spaniard of noble birth. "'Do not thank me at all, gracious lady,' he replied, making his lowest bow. "'To put to flight two robber rogues and a woman was no great feat, although I had but this staff for weapon,' he added." perhaps with a view to impressing upon the maiden's mind that her assailants had been armed while he, the deliverer, was not. "'Ah,' she answered, "'I dare say that a brave knight like you thinks nothing of fighting several men at once. But when that wretch with the big hands and the flat face caught hold of me, I nearly died of fright. At the best of times I am a dreadful coward. And, no, I thank you, Signor. I can stand now, and alone. See, here comes the Heer von Brokhoven, under whose escort I am travelling. And look, he is bleeding. Oh, worthy friend, are you hurt? Not much, Elsa, gasped the Heer, for he was too breathless with fright and exhaustion. But that ruffian, may the hangman have him, gave me a dig in the shoulder with his knife as he rose to run. However, he added with satisfaction, he got nothing from me, 
for I am an old traveller, and he never thought to look in my hat. I wonder why they attacked us, said Elsa. The Heer von Brokhoven rubbed his head thoughtfully. To rob us, I suppose, for I heard the woman say, Here they are, look for the letter on the girl, butcher. As he spoke, Elsa's face turned grave, and Adrian saw her glance at the animal she had been riding, and slip her arm through its rein. "'Worthy sir,' went on Van Brokhoven, "'tell us whom we have to thank.' "'I am Adrian, called Van Gurl,' Adrian replied with dignity. "'Van Gurl?' said the Heer. "'Well, this is strange. Providence could not have arranged it better. Listen, wife.' he went on, addressing the stout lady, who all this while had sat still upon the horse, so alarmed and bewildered that she could not speak. Here is a son of Dirk van Gurl, to whom we are charged to deliver Elsa. Indeed, answered the good woman, recovering herself somewhat. I thought from the look of him that he was a Spanish nobleman. But whoever he is, I am sure that we are all very much obliged to him, and if he could show us the way out of this dreadful wood, which doubtless is full of robbers, to the house of our kinsfolk, the Brokhovens of Leiden, I should be still more grateful. Madam, you have only to accept my escort, and I assure you that you need fear no more robbers. Might I in turn ask this lady's name? Certainly, young sir— she is Elsa Brandt, the only child of Hendrik Brandt, the famous goldsmith of the Hog. But doubtless now that you know her name, you know all that also, for she must be some kind of cousin to you. Husband, help Elsa on to her mule. Let that be my duty, said Adrian, and springing forward, he lifted Elsa to the saddle gracefully enough. Then, taking her mule by the bridle, he walked onwards through the woods, praying in his heart that the butcher and his companions would not find courage to attack them again before they were out of its depths. "'Tell me, sir, are you Foy?' asked Elsa in a puzzled voice. "'No,' answered Adrian shortly. "'I am his brother.' "'Ah, that explains it. You see, I was perplexed, for I remember Foy when I was quite little, a beautiful boy with blue eyes and yellow hair.' who was always very kind to me. Once he stopped at my father's house at the Hog with his father. "'Indeed,' said Adrian. "'I am glad to hear that Foy was ever beautiful. I can only remember that he was very stupid, for I used to try to teach him. At any rate, I am afraid you will not think him beautiful now. That is, unless you admire young men who are almost as broad as they are long.' "'Oh, here, Adrian,' she answered, laughing. I am afraid that fault can be found with most of us North Holland folk, and myself among the number. You see, it is given to very few of us to be tall and noble-looking like high-born Spaniards. Not that I should wish to resemble any Spaniard, however lovely she might be, Elsa added, with a slight hardening of her voice and face. But, she went on hurriedly, as though sorry that the remark had escaped her, you, sir, and Foy, are strangely unlike to be brothers, is it not so? We are half-brothers, said Adrian, looking straight before him. We have the same mother only. But please, do not call me sir, call me cousin. No, I cannot do that, she replied gaily, for Foy's mother is no relation of mine, 
I think that I must call you Sir Prince, for, you see, you appeared at exactly the right time, just like the prince in the fairy tales, you know. Here was an opening not to be neglected by a young man of Adrian's stamp. Ah, he said in a tender voice, and looking up at the lady with his dark eyes, that is a happy name, indeed. I would ask no better lot than to be your prince, now and always charged to defend you from every danger. Here it might be explained that, however exaggerated his language, Adrian honestly meant what he said, seeing that already he was convinced that to be the husband of the beautiful heiress of one of the wealthiest men in the Netherlands would be a very satisfactory walk in life for a young man in his position. "'Oh, Sir Prince,' broke in Elsa hurriedly, for her cavalier's ardor was somewhat embarrassing. "'You are telling the story wrong. The tale I mean did not go on like that at all. Don't you remember? The hero rescued the lady and handed her over to—to her father.' "'Of whom I think he came to claim her afterwards,' replied Adrian, with another languishing glance and a smile of conscious vanity at the neatness of his answer. Their glances met, and suddenly Adrian became aware that Elsa's face had undergone a complete change. The playful, half-amused smile had passed out of it. It was strained and hard, and the eyes were frightened. "'Oh, now I understand the shadow. How strange!' she exclaimed in a new voice. "'What is the matter? What is strange?' he asked. "'Oh, only that your face reminded me so much of a man of whom I am terrified. "'No, no, I am foolish. It is nothing. Those footpads have upset me. "'Praise be to God that we are out of that dreadful wood. "'Look, neighbor Brokhoven, here is Leiden before us. "'Are not those red roofs pretty in the twilight? "'And how big the churches seem! See?' Too, there is a water all around the walls. It must be a very strong town. I should think that even the Spaniards could not take it. And, oh, I am sure that it would be a good thing if we might find a city which we were quite, quite certain that Spaniards could never take. All, all of us. And she sighed heavily. If I were a Spanish general, with a proper army, began Adrian pompously, I would take Leiden easily enough. Only this afternoon I studied its weak spots and made a plan of attack, which could scarcely fail, seeing that the place would only be defended by a mob of 